The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Is that your boat? Nah, working on it. That's not mine. It's a friend's. You have, you, have a, you have a bigger boat than that, huh? Let me come down and ride around on the boat with you. We could broadcast from the boat. You could do your show. I could do my show. And, and really, there would be no reason for me to leave. How about that? Was that your boat in the clip? Are you doing your show from that? You're the second guy to ask that uh, today. Um, I think that that's not, uh, but we're working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Thank you, Rick Regan. Welcome, everybody, to Super Bowl 58 in our coverage live from Radio Row here on the RP Show. Coming at you live on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio in Atlanta. It's all Super Bowl all day, as I've seen here on Game Plus, as I was just hanging out with the boys from VEASAN's By the Numbers. It's going to be busy, and it's getting busier. Let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. He's in Toronto. And, uh, Darren, you know yourself you can't do something like this without a great team. You're part of the great team. The boys flying the Millennium Falcon and the Queen City are a great team. And I'm, I didn't book a single guest. I woke up this morning and I said, God, make it happen, please. Because yesterday our guests showed up, but none of them on time. It was juggling a hot potato all day long. It was stressful. Um, and uh, anyways, my point is, as I was... Clark texted me here, I don't know, like less than an hour ago, and he goes, hey, I see Zig Fracassi's there from NFL Radio. Why don't you send Zig a message? Uh, so I did. Zig was walking up behind me, the Sirius XM set. He's like, hey, Rod, what's going on? And uh, <laughs> he's going to join us in segment two for the rest of hour one, and then in hour two, I have no idea. All I know is we're going to have fun, Moose. So before we jump into the quick six show topics, which we do every day, what's on your mind today? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, I'm still envious that I'm not at Super Bowl, but that'll pass eventually. Um, everything looks great. And honestly, that's what's on my mind. I can't believe it's Friday already, and we're only a couple of days away from the big game. Yes, that's for sure. And I'll just say this. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and then we'll get out of your hair. Right on. It took me a, a couple of days to, as my mom would say, get the lay of the land. But I got it now. And the three-hour time change was kicking the crap out of me from the east. I had nine hours of sleep last night. I will guarantee you I'm the only guy in Sin City that got nine hours of sleep last night, Darren. That's a guarantee. Uh, and then I'm like, you know what? Throw on a blazer for the love of God. Throw on a blazer. It's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest of the big. Walk around dressed like a Rudy Poo. So I'm figuring it out. And more than anything, ready for the weekend and then ready for Super Bowl 59 
next year. But the big story, and trust me, we're going to get to hockey here. We will get to some CFL, some NBA. But the big story is the Super Bowl, of course, that I want your take on this. Last night's NFL honors. Lamar Jackson was a near-unanimous choice for his second AP NFL MVP award. Baltimore's all-pro quarterback received 49 of 50 first-place votes from a U.S.-wide panel of voters that include uh, media members who cover the national uh, NFL, also former players and coaches. Lamar led the Jackson, I uh, said, the, uh, led the Ravens to a 14 and 5 record, the best record in the regular season, but they lost to the KC Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. So. Did, I don't know if you saw, you might have if you were on your phone this morning, Stephen A. Smith just going off, going off at that one voter that didn't vote for Lamar. It reminded me, Coach, of when I voted. I was the only guy who didn't vote for John Cornish in 2013. And I got summarily flogged. I voted for Chris Getzlaff, and I can give you the reasons why. I mean, Stephen A. needs to calm down, Moose. It's one vote. Who cares? He's the MVP. I felt like he made a little too much of it. You? Well, I remember when our, our uh, buddy Rob Vanstone did the same thing. Didn't he vote for Jamal Murray for uh, Jamal Murray? Was it the Lou Marshort? Yes. So yeah, you know it ha it happens. Um, for Lamar, I mean, statistically in in categories, there were quarterbacks that had better seasons. I don't think it matters. He won the MVP. It's a second MVP. I know it wasn't unanimous, and oh. unanimous matters, but. At the same time, um, I, I get over this stuff really fast. I'm not hung up on it. I don't think it's a big deal. But I do understand that unanimous does mean something, but let's move on. Uh, let's move on. And the thing, Maybe he's just doing it for a show, that's Stephen A. But there's one thing that sticks in my craw. Actually, there are many, but here's one. People that get upset over a voting process, whether it be an election or something like this, we have a vote for a reason. It's a free country. So as you just said, move on. Lamar Jackson is your NFL MVP. For the hockey fans that showed up today here on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio, some leftovers from last night. New acquisition, Andre Kuzmenko scored the game winner as the Calgary Flames beat the New Jersey Devils 5-3 for their third win in a row. The Flames were the lone Canadian NHL team to win last night. The Vancouver Canucks fell 4-0 to the Boston Bruins. In a battle of the two te best teams in the league, the Winnipeg Jets lost 4-1 to the Philadelphia Flyers for their fifth straight defeat. Stop for a second. I haven't been on my phone a whole lot. What did I tell you? I'm, you know, out of my element, but that's cool. Haven't been on my phone. Haven't been watching TV. I've been living. People should give it a try. But what I did see was a friend of mine, a media guy in Winnipeg, who just said, I hate Jets fans. And I'm like... It was Michael Girl, by the way, who said it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even need to ask you why. Because they've lost five in a row, and now they're going to want everybody fired and everybody traded and blow it up. And I'm like, a month ago, it was, Rod, how come you never talk about the Jets? They're writing into this show. How come we're not getting any credit here in Winnipeg? And now they lose five in a row, and they're going to want everybody. I can't. It's too exhausting. And meanwhile, over in Calgary, they've won three in a row. And, well, I, I hope they do make the playoffs, but they're doing it wrong. They still need to blow it up. Like Messiah Jury with the Raptors, he got rid of everybody. He got rid of everybody. That's the way you do it right. But it's just the ups and the downs of Canadian NHL fans I'm just not here for. Your take on last night of the NHL. Yeah, it's tough because my I'm seeing it. Mentions or DMs or whatever about the Winnipeg Jets. 
and oh my god they're in trouble now and it's like yes they are but let's just relax a little bit because you're a really good hockey team and you're going to go through this and you're going to get out of it and it's going to be fine um just relax not everybody needs to be fired because of one five game losing streak but in calgary same thing i mean it's the opposite they get kuzmenko and he scored again and they're winning and all of a sudden is andre kuzmenko the answers to calgary's prayers and now all of a sudden the season's turned around i don't think so maybe long term he can be a really nice piece and be a, a nice part of the future but this is just a nice happy time in calgary it, don't take your eye off the ball of what the long-term fix is and where the franchise is going. Moose, if I may. Zig, Jeff Reinbold. Jeff Reinbold, Zig Fricasse. You two would have a lot to talk about. See what's happening, Moose? How about that? To point three, to point three, Julius Peppers is in. Antonio Gates must wait. It's no surprise that Peppers, the former defensive end who ranks fourth on the NFL's all-time list with 159 and a half sacks, earned selection to the Pro Football Hall of Fame on his first ballot last night. Peppers, who starred for the Panthers, Packers, and Bears during a 14-year NFL career, has the rare distinction of being chosen to an all-decade team for two decades. He headlines a 2024 class announced Thursday night that includes Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Patrick Willis, and Dwight Franey as modern-day candidates. Randy Gratishar and Steve McMichael were chosen as seniors candidates for the seven-member class, which was revealed Thursday night during the NFL Honors Show. So drop anchor for a second. I used to be, I have nothing to do with the Canadian Football Hall of Fame anymore, but I used to have a lot to do with it. And we used to debate when we should announce the class. And they settled on doing it during Grey Cup week. And maybe it's because the Pro Football Hall of Fame is announcing their Hall of Fame class during Super Bowl week. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you feel that it gets lost in the shuffle of the big game or if this was good timing to do it. I often say do it when there's nothing else going on. Not when everything's going on. But it's got my attention. So your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame class is good. Um, I don't have much you know, issue with it. Antonio Gates will get in eventually. Uh, and I think he should. So, yes, there's always going to be some snubs, but um, I have no issues with the class. As, term, as far as when they announce it, I'm with, I, I guess I don't know what your stance is. I, don't, I think it's a little too busy. Super Bowl week's probably not the right time. I get everybody's here. NFL Honors is a big night. But the Hall of Fame is so big on its own that I always thought, it, you know, it's best yeah. done in the middle of the season, early, maybe kind of middle of the season. The early part of the excitement of the season is gone. You're not in a playoff push. And then they can have Sunday to themselves. You know, the games are going on, but they can be a feature on all the pregame shows. They can be all over and have the spotlight. And I think that's, you know, a big deal. I'd rather have it done middle of the year. Well, that's, that, that's what I think. But again, who the hell are we? We're just the ones with our own show. But what's fun here is this Darren it's an opportunity for me to come to the United States of America and start over with everything and it's it's great I love it obviously you can see that but I just think about my guy Mark Denoboli Mark Denoble but I call him Mark Denoboli who was the executive director of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame and I distinctly remember the 2011 Grey Cup in Vancouver he was Rod can you come to our announcement Friday night of the Hall of Fame induction I'm like no, I'm going to be floor licking drunk at Greg Zahn's party. Why would you have it on a Friday night? No, I'm not coming. Well, and, of course, and, and I was. I'm a man of my word. 
if nothing else. Here last night, I got nine hours of sleep, as I said off the top of the show. There ain't nobody in Las Vegas that got anywhere close to that. So, uh, well, people are walking around here. Who, who did we say the other day? I, don't, I won't name him. Had toothpicks in his eyes to keep his eyes open. That ain't me. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a, it's a do-over. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not horning in on anything. Just getting lots of sleep, having a great time, and it's a fresh start here. Um, yeah. I wanted to... I, 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 on the actual game, and we do have some CFL free agency notes that I do want to get here today because it is a football Friday. We've got a lot of CFL fans that watch. But I, I did read a little bit of the game notes. You know how I love game notes. There are a few things on this God's green earth that I love more than game notes. And today, right now, I can't name what they are. I really love game notes. They said that Patrick Mahomes is 4-0 in Allegiant Stadium. Never lost there. You can't tell me that doesn't mean something other than the Chiefs are a lot better than the Raiders. But there also there was fights in practice this week. I don't know which team. It doesn't really matter. But everybody acts like that's the end of the world. I'm like, no, no, no. That's a good thing. Okay? That they're, they're ready to go is what that tells me. And then the other one was uh, that I read that Travis Kelsey is the guy that gets in his teammates' faces on behalf of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes said, I don't want to be the bad guy. Because we all, people that have been watching this show for a long time, the older people will remember Ken Austin. Ken Austin used to grab his receivers by the face mask and shake them on the sidelines and get in their face. Run down the field if they ran the wrong route and get in their face. And that's why Ken doesn't come back to reunions or anything like that. You know, like, people don't like that. How about that? So Kelsey's saying, I don't mind. Kelsey's like, I don't mind. I'll do it. You know, and uh, I think that's cool. He and Kelsey's like, I hold myself accountable too. But those are some of the notes that I saw from practices and stats and stuff leading up to this game. What have you seen? What's caught your eye? Yeah, a little bit of that. And that's a good thing for Travis Kelsey to be able to, to take that on and, you know, protect his quarterback, so to speak, in terms of that. Um, I've seen some of the injuries um, that are going to be faced. Uh, the 49ers are dealing with some too. Um, but for me... It's been all about Brock Purdy and can he step over the line, you know, get across the line. And what's the narrative going to be on Brock Purdy? I saw the narrative come out or the story come out earlier in the week that Kyle Shanahan was pursuing Tom Brady during the offseason when Brock Purdy's health was in question. You know, there was a question of whether how healthy Brock Purdy would be this year. And so, you know, trying to lure Tom Brady out of retirement for one year to come in and, and step in. Um, I've seen that. So what happens if Brock Purdy falters here? You know, do the 49ers go a completely different direction at the quarterback spot next year? Um, I don't know. But I think there's a lot riding on it, or at least we're making a lot out of his performance here on Sunday. I've been asked 100 times a day who I think will win, and the, and the answer hasn't changed. It's the Chiefs. And I, we talk about it with people just on the street. It's football fans here at Super Bowl week. And I'm like, I don't understand why the 49ers are favored and that's only by two i understand and what i read this morning is the odds makers are saying that this is going to be a very close game well thanks tips um but they're like well the 49ers have a more talented team i'm like but but and these are people saying but the chiefs have the better quarterback and they have the better coach i'm like that's what it comes down to and on the cfl free agency uh, this um i scruffy 
who writes for us at rodpeterson.com, the Hall of Fame writer and broadcaster, Mitchell Scruffy Blair. He says Saskatchewan is winning free agency in the CFL right now. And uh, the first thing, I read his column. It's up at rodpeterson.com right now. Here's my honest, God's honest take. That's why people come here. Anybody can put their credit card down in the free agency period or pre-free agency period. Anybody can. Who ain't the hero when they got their credit card out? Woo-hoo! Look at Vegas, man. It's the king of it. It's when the credit card comes due that we have problems. Do you know what I mean? So I, they're spending credit card money. Anybody can do that. They're saying Hardrick's the highest paid offensive lineman in the, in the CFL. They probably overpaid for Anthony Lanier. The fans were excited, and they should be, but to say they're winning free agency, it's not a big challenge to spend the most money is all that I'm saying. Maybe they are winning. I'm not arguing that, but it ain't hard to do right now. No, it's not. Um, you know, you do have to convince those players to come play for you and actually agree to sign. It's not all about dollars. So in that sense, they're doing a really good job. But as I meant, you know, talked about a little bit with Justin Duncan, with Joey Alfieri, when you were traveling on Wednesday, you know, look at Montreal. Um, it is one with a combination of talent and culture. And culture is a big, big part of it. Montreal had it in spades last year down the stretch in the playoffs and in the Grey Cup. Um, it's one thing to have talent and have the names and have the roster. But do you have the culture and can you actually produce wins? Because it's one thing to have the players. It's another to come together as a team and win in November. And they changed that pretty fast at Montreal, too. And I, I don't know who to give credit to because I don't know enough, but they got a new owner. They had a new general manager, probably a new president. I don't follow those types of things. But the culture changed, which is another reason why I don't think Saskatchewan will come out of this as favorites or, or uh, contenders. But anyways, we'll talk more about that later. Moose, I'll see you. Thanks for this. You bet. Thank you. Zig Fricasse. You heard your name. He's in next, live from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. We're back live at Radio Row at Super Bowl 58. I just want to tell you, everybody, if you haven't heard by now, the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50 draw is live now. It's Saskatchewan's charity. And the 50-50 draw is another way to support Telemiracle 48 and also have the chance to win half the jackpot. It's a win-win for Saskatchewan residents, and you can get your tickets now at telemiracle5050.com. We're getting almost down to crunch time. All right. 
if you don't know the face, you'll definitely know the voice. <laughs> Zig Fricasse from Sirius XM NFL Radio, my good and longtime buddy, joins us here on Radio Row. How you doing, Ziggy? Dude, if I was any better, I'd be you. You're living it up out here, Life's my friend. Good. Life is good. That? No complaints, I know, Zig. Looking well. Well, how about you? You're coming down here. The guy takes <laughs> vacation. <laughs> to come and work that's right <laughs> that's basically what you it's my old stomping grounds man yeah. 16 years i love it uh again sirius xm nfl radio anybody that listens to that which is a lot big part of our audience knows uh, zeg and he's been on this show enough you certainly know the face as well but if you don't before we get into the football talk yeah tell our audience about your vegas history man you feel oh, like you're coming geez. home well, yeah uh, 1985, uh, moved out here from Niagara Falls. I had a commitment to want to uh, get into the, you know, media and all that. And I knew the opportunities weren't going to be there. And then luckily, Rod, during that time, I befriended some people. Uh, I actually got my first radio, my pro radio gig doing country music. And I couldn't name you one country song to save my life. I got, I got paid like, you know, chump change, but I did everything. But what that also led me to was our station did, um, we started airing sportscasts, like, uh, or sports uh, broadcasts, yeah. like BYU football, Rams football. We were the first station uh, west of the Mississippi to air Boston Celtics games. And this was during the Bird McHale Parish era. So my boss had enough faith in me to do scoreboard shows after and then fast forward to about 1992, my uh, late great friend Larry Ness, great sports yes, handicap. Big name. Oh, you know Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to do the show from Bally's. Yep. And New Year's Eve night, he says, Zig, can you do the show for me? I'm like, yeah, did you clear it with the boss and everything like that? So I did a show from Bally's, New Year's Eve night, 1992. My boss liked it. And then I was with uh, Sports Entertainment for a couple of years. It became one-on-one. -on -one, and then it's been like 100 carnations since then. Went to Sports Fan Radio, worked for six and a half years there. And then ultimately uh, back to Buffalo and then to Sirius 2004. With New York. Yeah, he was a uh, day one guy. So I just got to ask you this. We all, who doesn't love Vegas? Everybody loves Vegas. I wonder what it was like when you first lived here compared to now compared to now it's a lot more corporate it's a lot more spread out it seems uh and really rod that was the time when when i first got here in 1985 uh, I don't know how well you know how Vegas was back then, but there used to be the places like the Castaways, Santa Anita, some of the sort of mom and pop-ish racing sports books. And then by the mid-80s, that was when they were deciding to become more corporate. You know, by then the, the, the mob was out of town essentially, and you started seeing more of the Steve Wynn play palaces, Treasure Island, the Mirage and everything like that. And then late 80s, early 90s is when they really started to uh, focus more on the family where you could bring, you know, junior or whatever, and then they could play in the slides while your parents probably lost their last 50 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, from and then now it's just become so corporate. And, and obviously the huge change here is, you know, not even 10, 15 years ago, if somebody said the Super Bowl is going to be played in Vegas, they would have said you're out of your mind. Right. So how did that change in your mind? A little thing called money. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, let's face it, Rod. You know, 
I think obviously the, uh, the 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 laws have been changed a bit, so now it's it's more I guess okay to wager on games. I don't think Oscar Goodman gets enough credit for really kind of getting this thing going because I was still living here in the uh, around 1999 2000 when he put a call into Gary Bettman and basically saying, look, we think Vegas can be a legitimate hockey market. And people are like, the only thing that they know about Vegas is they put ice in the drinks. But you got to remember, during that time, uh, mid to late 90s, they had a good IHL team here called uh, the Thunder. You know, uh, Patrice Clint Lefe- Malarchuk. Clint Malarchuk, Alexi Yashin played there, Patrice Lefebvre, a bunch of guys came through here. And they would draw like 5,000, 6,000 fans a game. So there was a hardcore market. And then, like you said, the changing of the laws and these sports... Uh, these sports leagues now getting more into with the the gaming aspect of it fast forward to what 2016 2017 get the vegas golden knights for goodness sake and they make the stanley cup final their first year of existence so i think that opened door obviously for the raiders and you know i i used to work in that gaming industry and it's policed so if you ever saw anything on the wrong it would be police so i think these leagues now have more uh, confidence that everything's on the up and up and that's where it's changed here in Vegas. I just wonder why they would ever think that it wouldn't be. I mean, yeah. that's the way to live. I'm just glad that we got to where we are because the NFL in Vegas just seems perfect oh, yeah. together. Yeah. Right? Oh, so. yeah. You go to a, try to go to a sports book on a Sunday morning, forget it. If, you don't, if you're not there, Rod, like at least an hour or so before the games start, you don't sit. You don't sit. Yeah. You get a stand. Well, a good question from the audience comes. Tim from Vegas writes in, and he says, Welcome to Vegas. Thank you, Tim. Uh, He says, On Monday, the Allegiant Stadium in Vegas will officially be renamed Arrowhead West. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's a good point. And and viewer Jordan writes in and says, Who's winning on Sunday? It's it's the Super Bowl. The Chiefs fans aren't going to take over that stadium, are they? Or are they? Hell, when they come here, they normally do. It is. It's okay. Arrowhead West. At ten thousand dollars a ticket. <laughs> yeah. You need your kind of money to be affording this. Um, I, I, I'm not betting against Mahomes. That kid's got some something different from the Brady's have it, the Montana's have it. This guy's got the it, and whatever it is, he's made hmm. it. He's already had his success, Rod, but he wants more, and just for that reasoning. And because he and Travis Kelsey all of a sudden look like the Mahomes and Kelsey combo of, you know, vintage and not, you know, this year, I'm not going against Kansas City. And their defense is better than it's been in years. Well, I kind of wonder, it's keeping me up at night, why San Francisco is favored by two. I've been asking people, I mean, please tell me why the 49ers are favored. They said they're a better team, more talented at every position. You go along with that? Yeah, well, I, I think maybe it's just a, a situation where you might, they, I think people would want to see them favored. I think there's a belief that they get their revenge from the Super Bowl from four years ago when they did have a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, but then Kansas City put 21 unanswered on them. So uh, people believe that it's a better team then. Uh, it's just with the simple addition of McCaffrey, but... Man, Green Bay and Detroit, they gashed them. And luckily they were able to rally Rod, but man, if they do that against Kansas City, they're not blowing a lead. 
So right. they have to get off to a very fast start. Because if it's like the other two games, they're going to be chasing, and I don't think they're coming back this time. Well, you'd like to think good teams learn lessons. I mean, the fact that the 49ers came back in those games, I felt just tells me how good of a team that they are. Well, and there was all that stat going, if you remember, like Shanahan was 0 for 30-plus or whatever it was when trailing going into the fourth quarter and everything. Well, they dispelled that against Green Bay. They just dispelled that, too, against Detroit. So, But again, Green Bay and Detroit, all due respect, they aren't Kansas City. Hey, by the way, uh, Jeff, the Stampeders fan, writes in. He says, Joe Montana is number one. He was the difference in the wins, and he never lost a Super Bowl. That's correct. It's a fun debate, isn't it? Who's the best? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, if, if up until, what, you know, the 2017-18, Joe Montana, clearly. Then Tom Brady, you know, wins seven, including one with a different team. Uh, and, of course, uh, how about the irony there? Montana was Brady's idol. You know, in fact, Tom Brady was at the championship game, the catch game in 1981. So can you imagine there sort of that osmosis greatness rubbed off on him. Uh, Mahomes even said this week, Rod, that, you know, let's cool it on this goat talk because he doesn't think he's right there with Tom yet. But if he keeps going like this, Put it this way, he starts entering the conversation. Well, I just, how do you think Marino feels about all that? Which, incidentally, I understand he's around. Have you seen him? I have not, because you would see his tan from here to Tonopah, believe me. I know. Well, I got an invite to a party last night yeah. that he was at. But I had a long gone to bed. Oh. I didn't tell this earlier. I woke up to go to the bathroom. I'm old, Zig. Middle of the night, I get up and check my phone. And my buddy goes, I'm at this party. It's cold and everybody's left. But if you want to come, they're letting everybody in. It was a $500 a night party. Because Marino's here. I said, I'm good. Yeah. But anyways, Marino's great, but he never won. So you only got the one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and then you've got, you, obviously, you have other quarterbacks that have probably not even been there. You know, Fouts and the couple of guys immediately come to mind. You got, Kelly, you got with Joe Gibbs with Washington. He won three Super Bowls with three different starting quarterbacks. So there's that cr criteria. Otto Graham gets short shrift, Rod. I mean, here's a guy who played his Cleveland Browns between the All-American Football Conference and the NFL played in 10 straight championship games. They won seven of them. Seven. Well, yeah, but that, he's never mentioned among the greats. That's the age-old fun discussion, though. Right. Is it the team around him, or is it the quarterback? I right. mean, right? And I don't know that. Well, let me let me answer it this way: Paul Brown never won another championship without Otto Graham. Well, think, yeah, think about that. Landry didn't win without Staubach. Noel didn't win without Bradshaw. Oh, that coaching is a whole other <laughs> yeah <laughs> kettle right? of fish, right? right? Dak Prescott, name association. Word association. Dak Prescott, what do you think when you hear that name? We're both Cowboys fans. Yes. Uh, good, but not totally elite. Worth Not worth the money, in other words. No, but that's the going rate. And who are you going to replace him with? Although Trey Lance. Yeah. We, yeah. 40, former 49er. Um, right. Well, it's interesting, you know, uh, they're going to keep McCarthy. So... But I think that's that's basically if they don't get to a championship game this coming year, who knows? Were you shocked they're keeping him? A bit, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you can't dismiss 
what they they won 12 games three straight years that that you can't dismiss but what bugs the heck out of me rod how unprepared and totally outclassed they were in that wild card game against green bay they look like they didn't watch film for anything when you go up and down the field like the green bay did and the fact that this was supposed to be their year that that's not good but that's why I think uh, McCarthy's not received a contract extension. Yeah, and, and he shouldn't. But I wasn't even worried until midway through the second quarter. And I'm like, they're not coming to life. They're no. not coming back. You no. Know, I, so, Zig Fricasi is with us from Sirius XM NFL Radio. We'll take a timeout, get to some of your questions when we come back. And the text line is open for Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us here. In Las Vegas at Super Bowl, planning your big game party. Consider Sober Carpenter. Ask for it by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life? perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. It's the RP Show live from Radio Rose, Super Bowl 58. Zeke Fricasi is with me from Sirius XM NFL Radio for one more segment. I'll tell you about how you can buy your Briar tickets next segment. I don't want to waste Zig's time. Uh, here, I'll get as much time in as I can with Zig. Again, he's, a, he's not an original Vegas guy, but you were here for a long time. 16 years, 1985 yeah. to 2001. And even that became that because my brother had moved out here what was it nine years earlier so he's still here and remember my two buddies and i came out here on an easter trip and i just loved the thing about it and then two months later i came back and lived 16 years here so well, it's great for yeah. experience well and the reason i want to are the raiders in a way battling an uphill climb because what i understand is and i've been coming here enough for years i get that everybody here has their own allegiance to right. an nfl team but it is not the raiders necessarily Right, so they're asking the locals to overcome their prior allegiances to become Raiders fans, and well, it hasn't really happened. Well, you know, the thing about it was when I, I when I lived, and again, sorry to keep on referencing when I lived no, no, here, but fine. but when I did, um, you know, NBC would show a fair amount of Raiders games here, and the games okay. were on radio here in Vegas, and like Al Davis used to come to Vegas all the time, uh, so. There was a little bit of a, a following here already, but one thing you're dealing with here, Rod, is most everybody 
is a transient. So you, yeah. if you got a lot of sh people from Chicago here, there's going to be a loyalty to the Bears. Uh, Cowboys, of course, were always America's team because th they had games on radio out here. So 49ers did. Uh, so, you know, it's tough to get that stranglehold. But, you know, what it boils down to is winning. Winning would help, yes. Yeah, you've got to you got to put the fans in the stands and not – you know, get the tourists and everybody coming out to the games. If the Raiders start winning on a regular basis, I think they'll have more of a stranglehold in uh, in Las Vegas. Not as quite as the Golden Knights, but it'll be close. Well, and that's the born Vegas-born yes, thing where they literally were, right? Not a transplanted And we're team. an immediate success. Uh, 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 Allen in Saskatoon writes in, and he says, I love Football Friday on the RP show. Nice gray cup ring, Rod. What a great time that was. I was I got two of them. Oh. Uh, 2013 and 07 on t uh, here this week. And Al goes on to say, you are in your element, Rod. Have a great time. Surround football people talking sports. What's not to like? I, I want your opinion. You probably spent no time on this. But Gary in Penticton, B.C. writes in. Well, I'm getting a geography lesson. I know, right? Well, you were national <laughs> television yes. in Canada. Yes. Uh, Gary says, I was I was not trying to goat you today on flag football, Rod. I have too much respect for you and your ideas on various sports issues. I was only voicing my opinion. Enjoy your stay in Vegas. He called flag football a, a sissy sport. Yeah. And I said, you come up and talk to uh, Bruce Mapp from the national team. You just put that in his face and see how long you last. Yeah. See, they were playing flag over here. I don't know if you saw any of the highlights of it at the NFL experience. No. Yeah, they were as a demonstration sport, basically. Yeah. But you see that it's going to be in the Olympics. Yes. And I've got a close association with USA football. And we had their CEO here yesterday talking about NFLers wanting to play. You must be aware that, like, Tyreek Hill and certain guys oh, have said, absolutely. I want to play. Absolutely. So do you think they should? Uh, I, I suppose why not? You know, I think it would send, you know, a message that it's inclusive and maybe you don't have to be, you know, the gridiron warrior, so to speak, to enjoy the concept at least to play in football. Right? Yeah, well, I agree. But I, CEOs are like commissioners. They are well-spoken. <laughs> so yes, they are. Uh, Scott Hallenbach said uh, yesterday, the, the CEO of USA Football, he goes, we're going to have a tryout process like we always do for the national team. And if those NFL players want to follow what the amateurs have done to make the come to the regional camp and then come to the national camp, right. they're more than welcome to try out. But what a lot of people are saying is the NFLers don't have time. It's a full-time job playing in the NFL. Oh, it really yeah, is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you got yeah. that right. Yeah, see, people think it's only Sundays. Right, make millions and oh, uh, they go, dude. They they start with you know, uh, like after the season. Some of these guys, I'm sure, probably taking a little bit of time off, but then they're doing their off-season workouts. And then before you know it, uh, you'll get the uh, the OTAs. You get uh, other things, and then obviously with the NFL calendar year starting in March, you know, it's going to be some tough decisions teams have to make via free agency and everything like that. So it's becoming more and more of a you know, uh, a 12-month-a-year venue. Right, and full-time job, exactly. Uh, Brent is watching. He is in Wellington, Florida. We also air in 31 U.S. states. I don't know if I if I told you that on no, television. See, you've got big time, but you still remember yeah. a small people. I of like course, that. Of course, of course. My guy. Uh, Matt LaFleur, uh, Brent writes in from Wellington, Florida. says, Matt LaFleur completely outcoached Mike McCarthy in that game from the minute he decided <laughs> yeah. to take the ball and not yes. defer. 
secure, like, yes, a secure grasp of the obvious, but he's absolutely right, you know, because they took the ball. Remember, they, they, most teams, Rod, defer, but they took the ball because they saw something there in that footage, and then bam, you know, between Aaron Jones running it and uh, obviously with, uh, you know, with Jordan Love uh, working his magic. They did their prep work. Cowboys didn't. Simple as that. Well, well, what did we think we were worried about with Mike McCarthy that he would screw up in an important decision? Yeah. This is the coin flip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what does Jerry see that we don't? Uh, probably loyalty I, at this particular point, Rod. I mean, like I said, you know, they, they were kind of a middling or nah franchise after the Jason Garrett era. Mike McCarthy came in, and like I said, to his credit, you know, they've got one of the best regular season records the last three years, and they've got, what, the, the playoff win? That was Brady's last game, by the way. Uh, they won at Tampa, yeah. you know, so they got that. But still, uh, there's just this gnawing thing about when there's the, when there's a clutch moment that there's going to be some kind of meltdown, or I always call it, if you follow me at Zig Sports Voice on X, the McCarthy Special. It's a game where you would expect the Cowboys to win, but something invariably happens, lack of preparation, lack of focus, penalties drive me up the Blanken wall. That's what happens when you have a McCarthy special. Yeah. <laughs> you trademark that. You should trademark yes, that. I should. A last one with Zig Fricasse, Sirius XM NFL Radio. This will be fun. Herb is watching in Melville, Sask, the home of Ron Hextall oh. and Tim Shevelday. And he says, I know the CFL only has nine teams, but I wish the CFL would promote Grey Cup like Super Bowl. I'll talk more about that next hour. There's some exciting things for this year's Grey Cup in Vancouver that we're going to be part of. But you are a big CFL fan. Love CFL. CFL because when, when I grew up, you know, obviously by, you know, my my house to the Rainbow Bridge, probably eight minutes back in the day. So I was on the American side. So you get, you know, CBLT and CFTO out of Toronto. So you would get, obviously, gosh, now I'm aging myself when they used to have the games on over the air TV. But yeah, you know, I mean, like you know warren moon going had he had to go up to canada to prove how great a quarterback he was and then he won more championships than gretzky at edmonton so yeah there you go you know condredge holloway i mean it, it, it's it, it was some great football and i always enjoyed it you know i i can't name every player on every roster but uh it, it's still pretty enjoyable and I watch it before, obviously, the NFL comes on. It's a great brand of football. It is. And I believe I did take you that very nice Rough Riders shirt, right? I did that yes, green one. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was the great visit uh, Rod had at Sirius XM. He says, Ziggy, better show me around or else. So, <laughs> And you did. And that was, what was that? Was that during Christmas, I think? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. 2017-ish. Yeah. yeah. Howard, was David still working there? Because I only listen for you. Is Howard still there? If you're not Howard, on, I no. turn it off. No, Howard. No, Howard David. No, not. Unfortunately, not. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, Zig. What a great voice, though. Yeah. Zig sticks his head in the door in the studio. You don't remember this the way I do, probably. Okay. But he goes, Howard. This is my friend Rod Peterson, the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Howard was the voice of the Dolphins. Yes. And Howard goes, and the New York. Jets <laughs> and Sunday night, night football. football. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And I said, can I get a picture, Howard? He goes, 
if you must. <laughs> that sound like him? Oh, gosh. Yeah, we did. He's oh, a prince. So hey, I know crusty old radio guys. I am one. So I was not uh, intimidated by Howard David uh, at XM, Sirius XM Radio. Okay, so you can enjoy the rest of your vacation, man. Rod, thanks, man. Thanks for spending some of it. Our best to the uh, missus, too. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back with a, with a sports update and audience takeover after this. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is the uh, RP Show, and it's audience takeover. And, yeah, it's the final segment of Hour One. little live production producing and directing here. We'll have the moose at the top of Hour Two. And I don't know if we can uh, get a hold of him. Clark, if you can write him and tell him. I said the home of Ron Hextall. He at least played in Melville. Is he not from Melville? People are writing me. Not correcting me necessarily. Oh, he's from Brandon. Okay. Played in Melville. How about that? All the, <laughs> the Manitobans. Did you say he's from Melville? Welcome to Canada, folks. Well, you better get your hockey uh, geography right. I'm into a sports update here. The Edmonton Oilers look to start a new winning streak when they visit the Anaheim Ducks in NHL play tonight. The Oilers lost 3-1 to Vegas on Tuesday, ending a six-game win, uh, winning streak. The NHL record 17, of course, set by the 1993 Pittsburgh Penguins. The Oilers have still won 24 of their last 27, though, and again, they are at Anaheim tonight. The Chicago Blackhawks will be without top rookie Connor Bedard tonight when they host the New York Rangers. Bedard's been out a month with a broken jaw. Coach Luke Richardson says Bedard is back skating with the team but has not participated in any drills involving contact. Game six of the rivalry series goes tonight in Regina. The Canadian women's hockey team needs a win over the United States to even the series at three games each. Canada beat the USA 4-2 on Wednesday night in Saskatoon. The seventh game goes Sunday in St. Paul, Minnesota. Raptors are back from a six-game roadie and will entertain the Houston Rockets at NBA play tonight. The Raps say that center Kelly Olenek and guard Ochai Abaza are, sorry, Abazi are questionable for tonight's game. They were acquired at uh, Thursday's trade deadline. Former Raptors star Fred Van Vliet is out with a strained thigh muscle and won't play for Houston. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And also brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, Argyle. An introverted spy novelist is drawn into the activities of a sinister underground syndicate. Starring Samuel L. Jackson, Brian Cranston, and John Cena, Argyle is in Landmark Cinemas now. Okay, now I'm almost afraid to check the text line to make sure that I have this right. 902-518-3033 for Sober Carpenter. Uh, yeah, Dave, it was Dave in Winnipeg. Did you say Ron Hextall is from Sask? I did say it. I was wrong, all right? It happens once a year. 
that I'm wrong. Roy in Regina writes in. He says, Rod, just a reminder that NFL flag football is a huge league in Regina, the largest kids league in North America. A complete success. Trevor Harris's kids play in the league. My grandson playing in the league and met Trevor Harris last season. NFL flag football is great. Just like your show, Rod. Have fun at the Super Bowl. Go, KC, go. Well, I was, listen, I was talking to those guys from USA Football, and I said exactly that, that flag football fell league is massive in the Queen City. So, they, hey, USA ain't going to be running away with a gold medal at the Olympics in L.A. in 2028. One thing that I can guarantee is we will be there. be interesting to see who we're working for. Hour two coming up right after this on Game Plus and Key Radio.